Doing marriage without growing together spiritually can be really difficult. We were created body, soul and spirit and the way we practice faith in our marriage plays a big role in our connection. You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to help keep you encouraged and equipped on the growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen. So let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. Today, we're talking about spirituality and faith in marriage. I hope you enjoy the discussion. It is the day's show on Rima once again, and it's great to have you listening in. Tuesday morning, of course. Now, I had someone say to me, um, when it comes to marriage, it's so important to make sure that we're on the same page. Now, this covers a whole range of areas, but today, what does that mean in terms of spirituality and faith within our marriages. Well, to take a look at this, once again, we are joined by Vaynart Jacobs from Family Life New Zealand. Kia ora, Vaynart. Great to have you back with us on the show. Kia ora, Tom. Great to be on, as always. Now, we have talked about two becoming one, two people coming in and managing a household, but with a bit of a focus on the spiritual side of things today. Now, okay, so as we come into marriage, do some people see this as a private matter? And what role do you think our faith and our shared faith has in this journey of marriage. Yeah, look, right. I'm assuming probably most of uh, your listeners today are are Christian, you know, listening to a Christian radio station, but Mm. um, maybe not everyone is. And uh, I think, you know, we know marriage is is God's design, but that doesn't mean only Christians get married. Um, You know, and sometimes people get married that are um, not, uh, don't share the same faith journey. Uh, You know, I, fundamentally believe that the marriage, um, you know, is is about something much bigger. You know, marriage is an illustration of the way God wants to engage and interact with with us as humans, his, his bride, you know, if I talk spiritually about that. But let's just talk for a moment, um, take that one level back in terms of now I'm married to someone and, and you know, we, we, we both, we could be Christian, we might not be Christian, but we consider our, our spiritual walk or our spiritual journey as maybe a private matter. Mm. And, you know, I know of actually, I know of people that, that view it that way and they don't ever talk about spirituality or their own growth journey uh, in marriage. And uh, I think that is actually quite hard to do. You know, we live in a world where the, the spiritual side of us, you know, we were created mind, body, and spirit, right? We're, we're three aspects. We're not only just the things we think about or the yeah, physical aspects, although that's often the way we interact with people. Uh, but I think in marriage, if we neglect our spiritual side, you know, the fact that uh, we are on a spiritual journey, you know, for some that might be uh, a walk with the Lord, you know, being Christian, and for others they might not be Christian yet, you know. And, and I think in marriage, uh, when we recognize that we're both on this journey and we can actually share conversation about where we're at in our growth journey, that actually increases intimacy, regardless of where you're at in your faith at this point in time. 
Mm. I mean, one thing did strike me as you were mentioning that, and that is, you know, in our journey of faith as Christians, we're, we're called to maturity. So there is, you know, there is this aspect of growth and developing in the journey, just as there is in marriage and in our relationship. So I guess if we get to the practical side of this, you've got two people within marriage. Maybe it's new. Maybe, you know, it's been something that, you know, you've been in for uh, for a period of time. What tips would you give listeners to encourage them maybe to look at the priority of their their faith together in marriage? The, the reality is it becomes a, a difficult conversation if we've avoided it for a long time. And because people have, um, I guess, they're at different stages, like you said, of maturity on their, on their faith journey. Uh, if a married couple have not like grown together spiritually for a long time, can I just uh, say that this is actually really hard to get started. It's really mm. hard to break the mold of uh, having not practiced your your faith in a together capacity. Uh, but may I also encourage the listeners at the same time, uh, it yields great fruit and great benefits in a very short amount of time. Right. Talking about it relationally, right, marriage. Okay, so some practical tips. Uh, pray together. I mean, for some, this might be a regular occurrence. It's something they've already built into their um, marriage rhythm as a habit. Uh, but I also recognize for some, it's not, it might seem daunting. How do we pray together? You know, isn't that a personal thing? Mm. Um, I want to encourage them. You know, I want to encourage our listeners today is just, just start small, just pray, just, just pray a blessing. Um, uh, dear Lord, I just want to pray for my wife today. Um, uh, may she have a wonderful day. May she experience your presence in everything she does. And may she know that, um, you know, she's not doing life alone. Something as simple to that, you know, we're declaring a blessing, we're engaging with God, and we're doing it not privately, but we're doing it with them and in front of them. And uh, show me a marriage that won't improve if that is the, their regular practice and their mm. habit, you know. Uh, one other thing I'd mention that's very practical is why don't you consider interviewing your spouse about their faith journey? Uh, and I want to just encourage you, like your faith journey, the way you come to Christ and the, the, the things you, you agree on and the things you disagree on, um, avoid the, the temptation of actually uh, imposing on them how they should feel, right? Because that will just close the conversation down. But if you can remain curious and ask them about their faith journey, let them tell, uh, tell, them, let them tell you their story and then ask follow-up questions to get more uh, information you know, out of that story and get them to share that. Mm. And then the third thing that I'd mentioned just on the practical side is uh, maybe you can create a plan on how you would like to grow together. You know, maybe there's a rhythm in the week, maybe uh, for an hour in the week, you might say, hey, we want to spend this hour growing together spiritually. That might mean we just sit in the same room reading our Bibles or, you know, we pray together or, but it's actually establishing, hey, uh, the spiritual aspect of us ourselves, the faith aspect of ourselves, um, that's important. And it's not only important on a personal level, but how we do it together as a couple is going to directly lead into um, more intimacy in our relationship. Mm. 
If I can just come back to uh, a couple of points that you made, you, you know, you referred to how this potentially can be a difficult conversation to start, and you also referred to asking questions of your spouse about their their, their journey um, in terms of faith. Is it a consideration that it, it, to start the conversation to really go with the questions as opposed to just trying to spill your story? Is there a consideration in that and, you know, helping this conversation really to flourish? Well, I guess uh, I'd throw the question right back at whoever is asking is like, how good a conversation do you want to have? <laughs> because if you're going to only be speaking about your own side, then yeah, yeah. you won't have a great conversation. But if you become really good at listening mm. and asking questions, uh, you will get your spouse to open up. And, and guess what happens when you have those conversations? Connection is built. Mm. So you've built, you're building connection between the two. Um, which ultimately leads to marriage oneness and and intimacy, which is you know what marriage is all about mm. and what I believe all couples desire more of in their relationship. All right. Well, as we come to a close, then you know those situations and they do happen where you've uh, perhaps got a person who's a Christian in a marriage and the other person is not, and there can be all sorts of uh, reasons for this situation. So maybe uh, an opportunity to 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 talk to that situation and some ideas about how people in that situation might be able to navigate this. Yeah. Look, it's more common than you than you might imagine, Tom, uh, where. Uh, a husband and a wife aren't on the same page, you know, faith-wise. Mm. Uh, and it goes on a spectrum from maybe being atheist to being, a, um, you know, exploring Christian to being a, a follower of Jesus and maybe having been a follower of Jesus but not so much anymore. It's like uh, it's complicated for, mm. for many people. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's a dilemma that we don't only have in our marriages. I think God has this dilemma as well. Uh, and ultimately he's a good God. Like, and if we don't believe that, our gospel is too small, mm. right? Um, and I want to encourage people, like, if your gospel um, is too small, maybe you haven't yet seen the fullness of who God is and maybe his, the fruit of the gospel in your life haven't really taken root yet. Um, you know, so without preaching to your spouse that might not be on a, a faith journey like you are, can he or she see the fruit of the gospel in your life? Right. If the answer to that is no, then maybe you need to explore a bit more, you know, what the gospel really means to you. Because if it if it's really taken root in your heart and you've surrendered your heart to Jesus, you know, which is what I believe all Christians are called to, the fruit will overflow into the relationship, you know, and that will impact on them uh, and create a curiosity in them. But why do you carry this much hope in difficult situations and on all these different things? That's the one aspect. The other aspect I would say is, you know, it might be worthwhile exploring past hurts with your spouse. Because if we truly believe God is good and he draws all to him through his goodness, then the only reason we would not be drawn to God is because believing the lie that is not good in somehow. Right, And so somewhere along the line, the only reason someone, in my opinion, isn't Christian is because they don't have a revelation of the goodness of God. So if we can, again, interview our spouse and understand, is are there any past hurts, things that they might be blaming God for? You know, the Bible says God is good, but why did he let my, um, you know, loved person, you know, die of the sickness or whatever? It's It's actually... That's a, that's a lie that taints our view of God. And so if, if we truly just keep hold of the truth, God is good and he invites us into a relationship and have those conversations with us, spouse, I believe it's only a matter of time. 
Well, look, as you say, you know, people will be in all different situations in regards to this, but to be encouraged to explore it, engage in the conversation with wisdom, trusting God and and prayer as well. And look, uh, Family Life New Zealand, obviously with resources online too. So do check out familylife.nz if you would like to connect and find out more. Vainance, thanks again as we once again take on a big topic, but I really appreciate your thoughts on the show. Appreciate your time. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being I feel completely connected to my partner and 0 being I feel totally disconnected from my partner, where would you rate yourself right now? There's probably room for growth, right? Why not take some time and actively choose to take your relationship to a 10 by learning how to love and relate to one another on a deeper level. Spend one weekend with us and discover the keys to building intimacy, strengthening communication, handling life's pressures, embracing differences, fighting fair and working through conflict constructively and so much more. You'll laugh a lot, you'll rekindle romance, learn new skills and be better equipped to build a relationship that thrives. We can promise you it will be a weekend to remember. You may not reach a 10, but most couples leave on cloud nine. Join us on our next couples retreat. Register today at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time.